Welcome to Premium Cashflow Real Estate Investing Podcast with Sakar Kauli. During this program, you will hear guest experts sharing their experiences, best practices, and market insights. We discuss investing in multifamily apartment complexes and how a busy professional can passively invest hassle-free in various opportunities. Your host, Sakar Kauli, owns millions of dollars of assets and has done thousands of value-add projects over 20 years now. So listen in for insights. Here's your host, Sakar Kauli. Welcome to another edition of Premium Cashflow Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of hosting Kevin Gardner. Uh, Kevin is with Multifamily Utility Solutions. Uh, their company is a big player into savings multifamily owners uh, for various utilities, whether that's your electric, water, gas, and things like that. They are the specialized experts into knowing which avenues to go and what to do when it comes to uh, brokeraging some of these services and finding some cost-effective solutions, whether that's even cable, internet, and things like that also. So Kevin, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, Give us your uh, sort of your brief background as to how you kind of came in the industry and we can delve into the details. Sure. I I appreciate the opportunity to to appear on your uh, podcast. Um, So um, my career, the bulk of my career was spent with Comcast. So Hmm. um, when I was with Comcast, I oversaw one of the departments uh, or one one of the departments I oversaw was responsible for negotiating with multifamily property owners for the access rights to be on their property to serve their residents. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that that's an opportunity. And you had mentioned in the introduction about savings, but sure. this is also an opportunity for revenue generation. And sure. so, you know, you can increase the NOI of a multifamily property through, you know, increased revenue, decreased expenses. So we can actually help with both of those things. So sure, sure. Um, we went out and started our own company. And, and um, ironically, our first uh, clients were Comcast and Charter, hmm. who at that point had been using outside resources to supplement their internal ones to go out and negotiate the rights with um, property owners. Hmm. Now, um, uh, ultimately, they both decided to, to cut that back and only do it using in-house employees. So we're kind of out there on our own and we're like, well, wait a minute here. We know this area so well. Mm-hmm. Why don't we go ahead and represent property owners? So mm-hmm. that's when we started representing property owners. Um, and then over time, some other utilities were added. So our core business and, and really where we, we specialize is on cable and internet rights mm-hmm. and getting income for owners from cable and internet rights. Um, several owners were like, hey, what else can you do? And so we've evolved and we now have an energy broker who in mm-hmm. deregulated energy states mm-hmm. can um, uh, you know, put out for bid the electric and gas contracts for sure. the property owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a... Um, I guess it's a referral program or a referral partnership, I guess, for lack of a better term, with a company mm-hmm. that does specializes in trash removal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's another opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, our clients are the same, but our specialties are different. Sure, so sure. I can, I can refer people over to Tyler and it, when it comes to trash, and Tyler can refer people back over to me when it comes to cable. 
Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. and I totally can relate, uh, you know, there, Kevin, is that, I mean, some of these issues can be so complex that, you know, someone like you who specialize into these things can come in very handy. And as you rightfully said, that any dollars you can save and increase the NOI, whether that's, you know, perhaps increasing the revenue or reduce reduction of those expenses and things like that. I mean, I personally know managing our own properties that, how much of electric and gas we pay or, you know, we have apartments where each one has their own, uh, you know, cable bill. And I never kind of uh, connected the dots uh, with somebody like you who can say that, hey, let, let us come in, offer a common solution and we can kind of build back, uh, you know, let's say just the cable bill uh, to, uh, you know, uh, to our residents. And perhaps that can be a win-win that, I can pay the master bill, but perhaps make a little bit of upside when everybody is paying uh, me a little bit more than what I pay. So that that certainly can, I can see that uh, sort of a win-win solution for sure, right? So now, Kevin, delving into this further, right? So you got, let's, let's imagine the cable and internet side of the house first, right? Are there any uh, like sort of uh, state regulations that we should be mindful uh, like, you know, obviously you help uh, your clients nationwide. So are there any state specific regulations as to where you can apply your solutions or uh, you cannot? Is there anything on that front we should know? You know, it really comes down to the individual property. Um, I would tell you that um, it's worth talking to us about any property in any state. <laughs> So um, certain cable operators are more aggressive than others. There are certain states that have um, state um, uh, franchises where the, um, it automatically gives them the right to access, but only if that municipality or that um, uh, cable operator has opted into those things. And usually in those situations, it's some of the smaller cable operators. But if you go with the big ones, the, the Comcasts of the world, the, the Spectrums of the world, Cox Communications, um, you know, Suddenlink, some of those folks, um, they're all um, willing to do agreements for individual properties. Mm -hmm. So there's no state or local uh, county specific, uh, uh, you know, sort of requirements. This is all up to every uh, sort of every property and you kind of, you can approach uh, any big telecom uh, provider and see if they can give you any uh, sort of substantial deal on uh, any any aspect of this. Would would that be correct? That's that's correct. In general terms, that is correct. And and you know as we go further into it, there's there's different types of contracts that you can get. Right. Sure. So, sure. Um, now, a, a city, for example, would grant to a cable company the non-exclusive right, a non-exclusive franchise to operate in their city. Mm -hmm. All that does is gives them the right to be on the public easement. Sure. So if they're on the public easement, whenever they cross onto private property, they need the permission of that private property owner. Sure. So mm -hmm. if you're a homeowner and you're signing up for Spectrum, you are giving them permission to be on your property. Sure. But if I'm a resident in one of your properties, mm -hmm. I can't grant them the right to be on your property because it's your property. So you're sure. kind of the gatekeeper in that situation, the, the, you know, the, the person that has to grant that permission. Sure, sure. And so in that case, 
Um, what that's called is a right of entry. And a right of entry agreement is one of those where the owner grants the cable company the right to enter their property, but they are not obligated to pay for any services. Sure. So sure. I, as the individual resident, would, would be a subscriber or a customer of the, the cable company. Sure. So that's one different one version. The mm -hmm. other one, which is becoming more popular and certainly something a lot of people are taking a look at, is the cable company will offer you, the owner, a bulk priced service. Though mm -hmm. so in that case, they will tell you, look, I'm gonna give you something that has a cable and internet that has a hundred dollars value, and I'm only gonna charge you fifty for it, but you have to pay for all your residents. Mm -hmm. And then you can turn around and either increase your rent by $75 mm -hmm. or do an amenities fee or something like that. So, so they're positioning it to you is look, you're giving added value to your customers. You, they're not paying as much as the value is. Mm -hmm. You're not paying as much as the value is you're making money and they like it because then it's one bill, one customer, they're not running trucks in and out of your property all the time. Sure. And you as a property owner is probably um, less likely to default on your, on your payment than a, a individual resident. Is. So sure, sure. the operational expenses savings are being passed on to you. So sure. there's, there's a couple different things and, and we work with owners to understand that because as different as properties are, mm -hmm. what works for those properties is, is, is very different as well. So, sure. mm -hmm. so, so we really have to, we help prop, uh, property owners assess those opportunities and see what's best for them. Sure. Now, in terms of, let's say, cable and internet there, right? How does that differ? Like, for example, I mean, you know, we know that Comcast runs on a different uh, level of service versus, let's say, the Verizon is a completely different animal when it comes mm -hmm. to services, right? So, um, how do you kind of uh, go through that complexity or is it something that is, is just left to the provider itself? Uh, can you give me, uh, give us some sense of, uh, you know, nature of the services and how we can achieve uh, sort of that saving, so to speak? Sure. Um, well, in an ideal situation, you've got more than one provider of comparable services. So, mm -hmm. You know, there are places where there's AT&T U-verse, AT&T Fiber, um, uh, and a cable provider like Comcast or Spectrum, or there may be, in some places, um, two cable providers. Right? Sure. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the more competitive it is, obviously, the more, you know, the better it is for us. Sure, sure, um, sure. So, yeah, so we can, we can look into that. Verizon Fios is, is another one if they're in the market. And the thing is that in most cases, they use different sets of wiring, right? right so right. There's, different types of, there's different types of access that you can grant them. You can grant them non-exclusive access. You can grant them non-exclusive um, uh, use of wiring. Um, marketing is another one. So if you are the, you know, the, the owner of the property and they ask you for exclusive marketing rights, even though there's two companies in there, if you give them preferential position when people move in, mm -hmm. that's a value to them too. So, you know, it, it all comes down to being a business decision, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're going to look at your property and say, what kind of property is this? What kind of money am I making out of this? Mm -hmm. What can I afford to share back with the owner? And so that's why each property is just a little different. And people say, what, what can I get for it? Right. What can I get? Well, sure. 
it really varies because each property is is, is different. Sure, sure. But typically, uh, let's say uh, if you were to maybe pinpoint some success stories or use cases for that matter, uh, could you maybe share some general example as to what you have seen and what sort of savings uh, are typically there? Well, on the cable side, it's more about getting money for the right to be on the property. Cable mm -hmm. and internet is more of a revenue generation than a savings. Mm -hmm. So in the event that you, you know, for example, you may be able to buy uh, cable and internet from a, a company for $40 and you can maybe increase your revenue or your, your rent by 60, in which case you're going to be making $20 extra. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, for that amenity. So, so that's one way you can do it. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you aren't wanting to take on that liability of, you know, the responsibility of, of paying for that service, because mm -hmm. in that case, you pay for 100% of your units, regardless of whether or not they're occupied, or whether or not the resident um, wants the service. So mm -hmm. you have to pay for So there is a little bit of risk there. And some owners just don't want to take on that risk. Sure. Um, in the case of if you don't, if you just want to grant them the right to be on your property without paying anything, you can do that. And in that case, you'll receive oftentimes what's called either a signing bonus or mm -hmm. a, um, uh, a door fee. And mm -hmm. that's basically saying to you, look, we'll, we'll give you X number of dollars in exchange for signing the contract. And we'll give that to you within 90 days of the, the contract being signed. And that's one of the ways. The other thing is revenue share, which is mm -hmm. exactly what it sounds like, where the mm -hmm. cable company will share with you a percentage of the revenue mm -hmm. based on how well you help them grow their business. So, sure, sure. you know, in, in that case, that's one where you want exclusive marketing because you want to help them push as much of the product as possible because it's in your best interest because you're going to get part of the revenue back. Sure, sure, sure. Now, speaking of, let's say, the other side, which is, you know, your gas and electric, right? Mm -hmm. What are some things, we top things we should keep in our mind when we are, you know, sort of trying to leverage your services uh, when it comes to perhaps regulations or how we can do this? Right. So, so there are uh, there are markets that are deregulated and there are other markets that are regulated. Mm -hmm. Regulated markets, the rates are fixed by a state, um, a state um, board or, or you sure. know, mm -hmm. that regulation that says these are the rates and there's really no opportunity there. You're, you're paying what, what you're, you know, you're told to pay. Sure. In deregulated markets, there is the opportunity because there's multiple um, providers in the market. So mm -hmm. I live outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and mm -hmm. I can have a choice personally for electric or gas. Mm -hmm. um, and I can compete, um, you know, I can put it out to, to, to market. And that's just me as a homeowner. As a, um, as a multifamily property owner, a lot of it is based on, again, it's all about leverage, right? Every mm -hmm. deal is about leverage. So sure. It's about what, what do I have? How much mm -hmm. am I using? How much am I paying? Um, you know, what is the, you know, what, because obviously if I'm paying more, I can, it, it's more valuable to the electric service mm -hmm. to get my business. So, you know, it comes down to a lot of things. How many units do you have? Mm -hmm. Do you have exterior um, access or do you have interior access where you're heating, you know, hallways and, and things like that? 
Sure. Um, are you paying for the uh, electric and or gas for any of your residents or are they paying individually? Do you have laundry rooms? Do you have pools? Do you, you know, so all those things get factored in. And what we, all we need to do is we need to get the most recent electric bills or gas bills. <laughs> and then we have an electric broker who specializes in putting it out for bid to see, is there an opportunity for savings here or not? In some hmm. cases there is, in other cases there's not. Um, you know, it really requires the um, a lot of usage, right? So, mm -hmm. so sure. that's the thing that's really going to drive it is the amount of usage. Sure, sure, sure. And, and typically, the savings are based on, uh, I guess, who can give us the energy cheaper. Is that the primary derivative, uh, or Correct. Is, there, is there anything, any other incentives beyond it? Um, no, for the most part, it is the um, the rate. You, you know, and, and then it comes down to, do you want a fixed or a variable rate, right? And how long are you willing to, it's a little bit of a gamble, right? It's a little bit of a, of like playing the stock market, right? So, mm -hmm. so if the rates are this amount now, but I think they're going to go up, maybe mm -hmm. I want a fixed rate and I want to lock it in so that, you know, I, I know what I'm paying. It, it's mm -hmm. easier to budget based sure. on a fixed rate than it is a variable rate, but sure. It's also, you know, if the rates go down, then then you're locked in at, at you know, at the higher rate, <laughs> at the higher rate. So right. it is a little bit of a, a of a gamble, right? It's kind of sure. like playing options on the stock market or whatever, right? Sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. In your in your experience, uh, Kevin, do you see seasonality in terms of how these rates vary? Meaning, maybe perhaps, uh, let's say, like uh, electricity rates go up in summer, so it's better to perhaps lock in like. I don't know, maybe January, February, much in winter. What, what, is, what are some of the best practices, perhaps? Yeah, there are certain times when um, it is better to, the rates will fluctuate, but some of that fluctuation is, is about when they acquired the contract to get that mm -hmm. energy and not necessarily when they used it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So almost like if you, if you go to the gas station to buy gas, um, the price is more dependent on when they, what they bought it for sure. than it is than anything else. And that the same holds true with electric and, and gas for, for residences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, what did they pay for it um, at that time? And that's kind of what drives the rate. Sure. And, and Kevin, in your experience now, like how many customers you are serving or like how, you know, give us a range of like, who's your largest customer, like how many doors and things like that. What does that profile look like? Oh, I, I, uh, we work, you know, that's the, that's the, the great thing about us is that we, we work with, you know, some of the, um, some of the smaller guys that are just getting into the business, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, um, so, so we are more than happy to, to share what we know with people that are just getting into the business. And so, you know, it, it's funny, I, I met a guy a few years ago, I was at a conference and he only had like, you know, a couple duplexes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I spent some time with him. I explained our service with him and this guy now has, um, I want to say close to 500 units, um, nice. mm -hmm. home parks in Tennessee. So, mm -hmm. you know, now he's, he's somebody, you know, we couldn't do anything for him then, but, but we can now, um, our largest clients are, um, uh, you know, portfolio owners that have as much as somewhere between seven and 10,000 units. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got a, a few of those, uh, we've got about half a dozen of those right now. 
mm-hmm. and we're working on some some big needless to say those those deals take longer because they have more properties right sure so sure sure three properties i've got a guy right now who's got uh 200 units and three in uh three properties i can get that done a lot quicker and that's only one cable operator i can get that done a lot quicker than i can somebody who's got 75 to 100 properties and eight to ten thousand units across multiple sure sure there's a lot of due diligence a lot of contracts to handle yeah exactly got it so the idea would be is we engage your services on a per property basis and kind of or maybe perhaps a portfolio basis and you come in as a subject matter expert you kind of look at you know what uh, what the current bills are what the lay of the land is as far as electric uh, you know gas uh, cable internet and things like that and you kind of formulate a plan based on what you think and then you kind of go back and study do your due diligence maybe perhaps uh, go through a bidding process with other vendors and you come back and present a solution to the uh, multifamily owners. Would that be kind of a correct uh, submission? Correct. Yeah. And we talk to them a lot up front because there's a big difference on somebody who is buying a, a, a property that they're intending to fix up. They're intending to raise the rates. They're intending to do you know, that and, and then hold it for a long time or refinance it and, and things like that. So we want to know what their business goals are, because obviously sure. we, we're going to give a little bit different advice to somebody who is, I want to buy it, fix it up and then, and then sell it in, in two to three years versus I want to buy it and I want to hold it for long term. my, sure. my kids, kids, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Sure, so sure. Um, yeah, so it, it, it all depends on what their goals are because we want our goals to be 100% aligned with theirs to make sure that, you know, we're, we're, we're operating, you know, in sync. Sure, and, and, sure. And likewise, that's exactly how we get paid. We get paid on a commission basis. Right, so right. We, don't, we don't charge any retainers. We don't charge any hourly rates or anything like that. If we mm-hmm. make you money, then you pay us a percentage of that. So, sure, sure, sure. Um, and if we don't, then we don't get anything. You know? sure. So, and, and that's what we like is we, we want it to be a win-win situation where we're, we're all, our, our goals are aligned. Sure, sure, sure. And, and uh, those savings, like uh, typically, uh, if you don't mind sharing, like how, how's your fee structure? Like, is it varied based on how much you save or is it like a flat structure? How, how does that well, work? On the uh, on the cable stuff where we've got money coming in, we get a percentage of that and it's a sliding scale so that um, the more units you have with us that we're working on, the lower our percentage is. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. On the uh, electric and gas and things like that, um, we actually work with all the um, electric suppliers mm-hmm. and they and, and we add in a uh, small fee on the actual rate. So mm-hmm. it's not a separate rate, but when you pay your rate to, you know, the whoever the company, company, right? They pay us a slight fee for finders fee. Um, I see. Mm-hmm. You know, but we ha- we get it from our electric broker gets it from all of them. Sure. So there's no incentive. We we're going to offer you the best lowest possible rate. Incredible, incredible, awesome. Thank you for sharing, Kevin. Is there anything else that I uh, we should address uh, uh, that perhaps I may not have asked you? 
You know, I don't think so. I mean, I think we covered a, a lot. Um, the real major thing is that if you have any utility questions, just if we don't know them, we know somebody who does, right? Sure, so sure, sure. We've got referral programs. We've got partners. We've got colleagues. We've got, you know, we, we will find an answer for you. And that's kind of how our business has grown. So even if we're not getting paid, if, if we're learning something, it, it's of value to us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is an incredible feat to kind of know the details. Uh, Kevin, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, kindly share with our listeners how they can find you and learn more about your company. Yeah, our, um, our website is multifamilyutilitysolutions.com. And I am Kevin at multifamilyutilitysolutions.com. Um, I think there's a contact form on there or just a straight email is, is great. Uh, my phone number's on the on the website as well. And, um, you know, some additional information, uh, that, you know, in case we, we missed anything. So a awesome. list of the deregulated markets for electric and gas where we can work is on there as well. Incredible. That's a great uh, resource to go and check how much you can save and whether there's an opportunity to, uh, certainly, you know, uh, know you and network with you and see if you can bring on an expert like you to save more money on, on your bills. So thank you for coming on, uh, Kevin, for viewers and listeners. I am Sakar Kavle with premiumcashflow.com. Uh, you can always log into websites and uh, see all the great guests we have on the podcast. Uh, if you are interested in any of the passive investments, uh, certainly message to us or yeah, register yourself using invest with us link on the website. We can jump on a short phone call and uh, see uh, and, you know, uh, if there is a synergy, uh, we can certainly partner and, uh, you know, see if we can help each other. So uh, thank you, Kevin. It's been a pleasure having you. Uh, thank you, and, uh, I would certainly uh, wish you the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Premium Cashflow Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please join us at premiumcashflow.com to sign up for weekly updates, research articles, and more. We will see you again for another great interview with an expert guest.